You're listening to episode number 45 of the Brain BS Podcast. We must practice self-care. Welcome to the Brain BS Podcast, where you will learn how to recognize when the BS detector in your brain is sounding off and how to use that knowledge to get what you want out of life. Now here is your host, certified life coach from the Life Coach School and podcast newbie extraordinaire, Maureen Kafkas from MK Coach LLC. Hello and welcome back to the Brain BS Podcast. I'm actually recording this in the evening. It's already dark out. Um, well, it got dark out earlier anyway because of the time change. So I thought that would be good Brain BS to talk about today. Because I know many of you hate the time change. I'm not really a fan myself. But one thing that I did decide, uh, and probably like in this last year since I learned that thoughts are optional, that resisting the time change isn't really helpful. Nah. Because it really doesn't achieve anything except make us miserable. We're rejecting reality and wishing something was different that we have no control over and that is not going to be different. So literally we spend like half the season not liking it and then half the season liking it, which kind of made me then think about the seasons because it is beautiful here in Chicago. It's been a beautiful fall and all the leaves changing and and coming to the ground and just the crisp fall days and sweaters and boots and I just love all of it. And football, especially the football that completely makes all of it for me. But that means that, you know what, is right around the corner. And that is snow, winter, the hustle and bustle of the holidays which don't seem so hustly and bustly to me anymore since COVID. That sort of changed everything up. We used to go home every Thanksgiving to Ohio and did that like almost my whole life. So it's kind of weird now that we're not doing that. It's, um, we're going to have our, you know, we still have a new tradition, but it's always an adjustment to let go of an old one. But that's, that's life, right? Because our parents had to do the same thing. And every generation has to do that. So nothing is meant to be forever. Everything is temporary. If there's no other lesson we learn as human beings, it's don't get attached because nothing is here to stay. And we don't have to make that a problem. That's just part of life. Even though sometimes I have, I have trouble wrapping my head around it too. Okay, so let's get to the episode today. And I'm calling it, We Must Practice Self-Care. So this week, we're going to explore how self-care and making ourselves a priority is critical to our quality of life and peace of mind. I'm going to share how practicing self-care does not always feel good and how it can at times require a great deal of personal discomfort on our part to follow through with it. I will give personal examples of how I finally learned to make myself a priority and practice self-care after decades of putting everybody else first. I will also argue the case for why you need to stop worrying about what other people think of you and you do, and for you to do that too. Okay, so let's start with what I mean by self-care because it does not always look like the bubble baths and pampering we often associate with taking care of ourselves. I'm not saying there is not a place for luxurious indulgence at times, but real self-care comes from making our needs just as important as the people around us. True self-care comes from a deep love of self 
and a willingness to honor ourselves and have our own backs. How might that look, you ask? It looks like saying no, setting clear boundaries and reinforcing them, and being honest and authentic despite how uncomfortable that might be. So let's begin by discussing how often we say yes when we want to say no, even if it's not in our best interest. As women, we tend to be willing to sacrifice what we want for the benefit of others. We actually talk ourselves into believing that is noble and worthy and something to celebrate. The truth is, it's a cop-out and just another example of people-pleasing that we do because we do not believe we're as worthy as the other people involved. Saying yes when we really want to say no also leads to growing resentment. I should know. So I want to talk about the importance of boundaries and reinforcing them consistently now as part of our self-care. First of all, boundaries are not about attempting to control other people because that is not possible and will never work. Boundaries are just getting or letting other individuals know that if you do X, I will do Y. By stating it this way, we make it clear what the consequence will be if another human behaves a certain way. Creating the boundary in and of itself will not accomplish anything. We have to be prepared to reinforce the boundary consistently. There's no need for anger or judgment. We can reinforce the boundary in a kind and loving way. Instead of attempting to control the behavior of other humans, we just have to manage our minds and control ourselves. The result of establishing clear boundaries and reinforcing them is that we find an empowering way to manage the situation that works for us. All right, now let's talk about honesty and authenticity. Tell the truth. How many of us are honest and authentic with our loved ones? I know I wasn't for a very long time. I would go with the flow and do whatever everybody else wanted because I did not want to rock the boat or disappoint somebody else. As a result, my resentment grew And I pretty much became a self-righteous martyr who was totally immersed in victimhood, which completely robbed me of my personal power. Now, I'm not going to lie. It makes me a little bit sick even now just thinking back to who I used to be and how I approached my family time and was so full of brain BS. I always thought everything was happening to me and that nobody cared as much about me as they should. I was looking at everything from those brain filters that I shared with you last week. You know, that I'm doing something wrong, I'm being wronged, and I'm not enough. I, I honestly really thought that the problem was my family members and not me. As a result, I sort of would shut down and protect myself, and some of my relationships became quite strained in my effort to avoid uncomfortable emotions and conversations. The problem with choosing comfort over honesty and authenticity is it will never create the intimate and loving relationships we truly desire because it shuts down vulnerability and open communication. Now that we've discussed what self-care might look like, let's talk a little bit about how it might feel when we first begin to practice it. I'm going to be totally honest and say it can feel pretty uncomfortable and even terrifying at times. When we shift from pretending to be somebody we are not, to our authentic selves, we are totally going to stir the pot in a major way. Our friends and family will wonder what the heck is going on and why all of a sudden something is a problem that never was before. 
They're going to understand, they're not going to understand how much we've been suffering or how we've been truly thinking up until this point because we've been hiding it and never trusted them with that information. My best advice here is to get comfortable being uncomfortable because it can be quite uncomfortable. I'm going to share some personal examples of how I began to practice self-care after many years of people-pleasing and trying to make other people happy. For instance, when I married my husband, I was his second wife. His daughters were 9 and 14 at the time, and his stepdaughters that he adopted were in their 30s. When I first came into our blended family, I was trying to be the awesome stepmom and the easygoing and fun second wife to the ex and to the older daughters as well as my younger stepdaughters. So much so that I invited the two younger girls on our honeymoon and most of the other trips we took early on in our marriage. I wanted all of them to like me, I guess. I truly thought we could all be one happy family and had the best of intentions. I was able to hold on to that objective for a few years, in fact, but I could not sustain it for much longer than that. The problem was that I had to be a phony and keep my true opinions to myself for the sake of peace and harmony amongst all of us, and it was absolutely exhausting. Well, guess what? A divorced family lost its harmony long before I came into the picture. When I took a long, hard look at my priorities, I realized I was not showing up the way I wanted to be. I was stressed out with no peace of mind and always worried about the next thing coming my way. I felt powerless and on edge all the time. When I started being authentic, it caused some discomfort for myself and the rest of the family, but it was a good kind in my opinion. Yeah, it was hard to stop the people pleasing, but it would have been even harder to continue at that point. So another example of practicing self-care that can be really challenging is setting boundaries with loved ones and reinforcing them. I found it particularly hard because of my number nine status in my family of origin and thinking nobody really cared what I had to say about anything, which is one of my brain filters from growing up and, you know, being at the end of the line of so many kids. I also had a perception of myself as a bit of an outsider in my blended family, as a stepmom with no children of her own. It was so much easier to just squash my needs and desires and let everybody else have what they wanted. If they wanted to go on a two-week vacation, I would say, okay. If they wanted to go to a restaurant I did not care for, I would go. I was always vigilant about monitoring everybody else's emotions, too, because I'm a full-blown empath. But I did not worry about my own at all. I just determined this is what it's like when you do not have your own kids and you are a stepmom. I truly did not realize that this was all a result of the way I was thinking and that it was totally optional. When I did realize that, everything changed for me. But it was very awkward and super uncomfortable at first. Pretty sure I mentioned the meltdown in Santa Barbara in prior episodes and posts where I sounded like Lucifer in the closet because I was overwhelmed, sick as a dog, and ready to blow. By that point, I was full of resentment from an extended family vacation, and I could not take it anymore. I thought it was everybody else who was the problem, but I know now that it was all me and I alone am responsible for my emotional state. Once I accepted that I could not continue to try to please everybody at my own expense, I had to start speaking up and it was not always what my family wanted to hear. 
For example, when we go to Santa Barbara these days, we make a schedule for when the girls can come and visit. They don't just come and go as they please because my energy type, which is a splenic projector if you're in human design, requires just as much time alone as it does as I do with other humans. I take in other people's energy and feel it as if it was my own. So if there's tension, anxiety, stress, etc., it can really trigger me in that moment. The only solution is to release that energy and separate myself to replenish, replenish and rejuvenate myself. Trust me when I say that version of myself who is healthy and whole is much more loving and understanding than the phony who used to pretend she was doing okay. It also has a ripple effect and everybody else is in a better place when we gather now when I am being my authentic self. Another example is my stepdaughter oftentimes comes home to Illinois with her dog who is absolutely adorable but a bit of a handful. I love her to pieces but I have two of my own dogs who do not want her around. This requires me to supervise them more closely and could cause me distress if I had to do it over a long period of time. As a result, her dog can come here to visit for a night or two, but then she goes and stays at Olivia's mom's after that. Establishing that boundary and the one in Santa Barbara were both uncomfortable for me, and I put it off until putting it off was no longer an option for me. That is what happens when you don't make your needs a priority and you are worried about what other people will think of you. It's just not sustainable, and it will eventually lead to conflict or some sort of implosion a.k.a. my meltdown in the closet. (laughs) So you get the idea by now that the best kind of self-care does not feel indulgent and requires a great deal of courage to practice. I know that might not be what you want to hear, but believe me, the consequences of not practicing self-care are way worse. When we don't love ourselves enough to take care of our own needs and we don't have our own back, it chips away at our self-esteem and eats away at our soul. Loving ourselves is a cornerstone for everything we are here to do on this planet as spirits having a human experience. Without that, we cannot uncover our divine path or live up to our potential. The only way we can live our best lives is if we are willing to experience the discomfort that comes from loving ourselves enough to make ourselves a priority at times. Consider this official permission to say no when you don't want to do something and it's totally guilt-free. In conclusion, Practicing self-care does not always feel good. In fact, it can be quite uncomfortable when we start saying no, setting boundaries, and reinforcing them. We will not be able to live up to our potential, though, if we do not make our needs a priority at times. It is high time we stop the people-pleasing and choose honesty and authenticity instead. If we do that, we can experience a peace of mind and quality of life that comes from cultivating a loving relationship with ourselves and having our own back. Okay, so before I wrap up the episode, I just want to talk to you a little bit because we got the holidays coming up and the holidays are kind of different uh, because of COVID for a lot of us. And they're quite honestly like the worst time of year for many people. So I just wanted to encourage you that if this, if you're one of those people and you're really nervous about getting together with your family, if you're worried about the political conversations that are going to take place or anything else, if you have a strained relationship with someone and you have to spend time with them, please sign up for a free consult. I can help you. I can help you to enjoy your Thanksgiving. I promise you, all it takes is learning how to manage your mind and you can do anything for for a weekend. 
So, and if it's Christmas or whatever it might be, or Hanukkah, whatever the holiday, start taking care of yourself. You cannot keep putting off self-care. There's a consequence for doing that, whether you realize it or not. You are paying a price. What, what, are you, what are you giving up to stay exactly as you are? And why? Why don't you think you deserve more? Why don't you want to have the kind of life that you deserve to have? Why don't you want to make that happen for yourself? What is holding you back? Get a free 60-minute consult with me and I'll identify the brain BS that's standing between you and what you want and that's causing all your problems. And don't be surprised if what you think is your brain BS is not your brain BS at all. Oftentimes we think something is a problem that isn't really the problem and there's another one that's buried deep underneath there that we've been trying to avoid our entire lives and that's where my gift comes in because I can find it. I can see it, I can hone in on it, and I can help you to figure it out and to find your true path and purpose. You know where to find me, www.therainbs.com. Hey, and listen, before I go, I want to ask a favor. Can you tell people about my podcast and about my blog? I want to try to reach as many people as I can, and there's a lot of women out there that are in pain, and they don't even know that my podcast is here. And I would really love to spread the word and I need my listeners to do that for me. So I would really appreciate it if you subscribe to the podcast and if you shared it, you know, even specific episodes with other people that you think might benefit from it. Or if you even just told people that you know who are struggling that they um, can also sign up for a free consult. So thank you. Have a great week. And Let's get ready. Let's make November amazing. Let's be grateful and have gratitude for everything that we have in our lives. No complaining, just gratitude. Hope you found something valuable here today. See you next episode. If you like what you heard here today, please go to the Brain BS Podcast. Give me a review of five and share it with everybody you know. You can also go to my website, www.thebrainbs.com and check out what I'm all about and how I can possibly help you. If you're ready, you can sign up for a free 60-minute consult or get to know me better in my free Facebook group called The Brain BS Group, where we dig deeper on all of these topics and you can ask me all the questions. Lastly, always remember, the only thing standing between you and the life you want is your brain BS. <music>